What's up, my lovies? Welcome to another edition of Horror Movie News. Today we're talking Robert Eggers' new film, The Lighthouse. Also, George Romero's never-before-seen uh, The Amusement Park, which was a TV, a, a film for TV, and as well as a Five Nights at Freddy's film is delayed. And also, we're going to give you our Overlord review. Welcome. Join us today on Horror Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Sid, don't you blame the movies? Why not? Movies don't create psychosis. They don't? No, they don't. Oh, yes. Ah, Yes, yes, yes. It takes a creative cycle to make this show happen. Am I right? Yes. 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 All right. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Horror Movie News. Let's get into it. I am your host, Anthony Becerra. What's up? Carrie Lane here and live in the chat. Thank you, everybody who's already joining us. And if you're watching it later, comment down below. And also... Hi, guys. I'm Ollie Drennan. Please talk with us. We love you. And last (laughs) but not least... Our mascot in the booth, who makes this all possible, makes us all look great, makes those lights flash, makes that music happen, makes those pictures you see come up, and videos. Frank and Steve. Yay! Thank you, Frank and Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go, everybody. Let's get to it. So pretty much, let's get let's break it down to where we can where you can follow us. A little bit of crypt keeping going on. So you can uh, follow subscribe to our channel at the Popcorn Talk Network on YouTube.com, and you can find our playlist there with all of our episodes. All. 50 episodes, including this one. 51 episodes, guys. Ooh. Oh my god. Get that We're halfway We're over there. The hill. Oh, We're over oh. the hill. Yes, we are. We it's all downhill from that. Yeah. <laughs> downhill to hill. Oh. <laughs> Gladly, yes, please. 100 miles per hour. All right. <laughs> and Steve's riding, driving yeah, all, us all the way. Yeah. <laughs> also, you can find us on the popcorntalknetwork.com, our official website. And also, Everywhere on social media, or oh, actually not everywhere, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, which are really the ones that matter, at Horror News PTN. And lastly, if you're a, a podcatcher out there who just lis- likes to listen to audio and doesn't like to look at our ugly faces, that's fine. Just kidding. We my still own. love you. Yeah, that's yeah, it's cool. We forgive you. I mean, we'll just curse you a little bit. But yeah, please leave our five-star ratings on those platforms if you can, especially on iTunes. Type in Horror Movie News. Look for our thumbnail. That's right behind us, and that's us. So yeah, and uh, just a breakdown of uh, what's what's good and what's going on right now um, for this show. How it's going to go down. We're going to talk about some. We're going get, to get to some news, of course. Uh, we are also gonna uh, we're gonna nix the uh, history of horror uh, and 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 just go straight into our review of Overlord. And then we will have some announcements towards the end, including uh, what's what's happening with the near future for horror movie news. <laughs> And um, a special giveaway for yes. a certain movie that came out came out recently. Yes, so uh, let's get into it. So I do like to start the movie with the horror at the box office, but that does lead into what we're going to talk about with Overlord because that's the horror film that came out this uh, re- this past weekend in the uh, in the theaters. Um, so we'll talk about along with how well it did with the review. So, but for now, let's get into our news segments. And uh, so pretty much. Uh, this is, I, I was really excited once I read this because I loved The Witch. I don't know if you guys are a fan no, of The Witch. Totally. Yes. And so this director, Robert Eggers, which I botched at the beginning if you saw it live. <laughs> those of you they didn't enjoyed s- it. That's yeah, a difficult sure. last name, Eggers. You Eggers. want to say Edgar. You want to put a D in there? It's yeah. Totally fine. Put a totally D all up in there. But, you know. <laughs> 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 but anyway. 
Please go on. Please. Anyways, uh, yeah, so Robert Eggers is teaming up once again with A24, which is one of my favorite studios that's up and coming with the genre of films, and it's just been knocking out of the park with films such as like uh, It Comes at Night and uh, many, many others. Um, so, yeah, w- they're bringing us a new film called The Lighthouse, and it is described as a fantasy horror film, which he wrote and will direct. So the film is about an aging lighthouse keeper named Old. That's very proper. (laughs) It takes place in Nova Scotia in the early 20th century. Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson will star. Wow. So I'm guessing Willem Dafoe is old. Mm Mm-hmm. Like what? he's gonna be the character What's the of old. Other lighthouse one. There was right? there I was, was like, a lighthouse film that came out, I believe, in 2016, and it's already out to be rented. Okay. Mm. I thought Are it you was think- sooner. I thought there was another one where it's like water monster people thing. Oh, that's called Cold Skin. Okay, there that, we go. I, read, I was like, there's another yes, one, right? I, I read the book on that one. Okay. It's already released. You can rent it on cool, uh, VOD platform. That yes. one looked really good, too. Yeah, that I haven't seen it. Cool, but... I haven't seen it yet, but I read the book, yeah. Oh, look at I you. I know, I know. I'm an avid reader. Yay! <laughs> um, but anyways, we digress. Uh, so let's back to the film. So uh, we also, so apart from these details, we also got a little bit of details from the editor. Uh, her name is Louise Ford, who also edited The Witch, Don't Breathe, and Thoroughbreds, which, Ooh. by the way, mm-hmm. Thoroughbreds is a fantastic film that came out this year. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and Olivia Cook. My God, fantastic performances by both of them. And it's uh, Olivia Oh, and also it's, it's the last film of uh, Anton Yelkin that he was in. Oh, really? Yeah, it was oh Thoroughbreds. Gosh. So wow. uh, lots of goodies, though. So I trust her, because also Don't Breathe is a phenomenal movie. I haven't seen that well. one yet, but I still want to watch too. it. So yeah. good. Yeah. Except Along for stupid with kids and using their phone as flashlight, but whatever. Yes. <laughs> so, so we do have the, the editor of The Witch as well, which is cool. And nice. so she talked with Mandy News and revealed some behind-the-scenes details regarding the look and the aesthetic of the film. Pretty much she says, it's set in 1890 and we're shooting on 35mm black and white stock. Mm. Virtually unheard of nowadays, she says. Most black and white movies are shot in color and then converted to black and white in post. The dailies look beautiful. It's very exciting. In quote, I'm very excited. I, I, I love that. Like I love films that, that go like Oh, set themselves apart from the norm kind of thing yeah, you know really try to do down. something crazy yeah um, I'm all down for a black and white horror film coming from Robert Eggers uh, I trust in him I feel like this would be a fantastic film and also the aesthetic just looks great like imagine if the witch was in black and white I would I think it'd still be great mm-hmm. um, well uh, didn't they do that with Logan they released an edition in black and white oh Logan really they did Logan yeah. oh, I didn't know like that like noir, noir. Yeah. I know they did uh, one of my all-time favorite movies uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road they did the black and chrome oh. edition which was really cool and also the mist if you buy the mist on Amazon yeah. for like 12 bucks there's a special edition oh, okay. and they you do the, black and white there's a, there's a black and white co- uh, uh, version of it which adds to the terror mm-hmm. of it. I still want to watch like, I want to buy it and watch that still. I just think it's awesome we're so excited about it and then I remember working in video store and people go oh it's in black and white I don't want it <laughs> oh, wow. it's like what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah uneducated film people <laughs> Sit my tea at you. But yeah, I doubt, I doubt the, you know, that, that's not much like, I don't think it'd be a hindrance of a black and white kind of like, Some you people. know. Really? Yeah. Uh, that sucks. I mean, yeah. I, I try to accept all film, <laughs> you know. As long as it looks good, why not? Yeah. And then also like Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. like the, 
both powerhouses like put well robert patterson post twilight i love him mm-hmm. like you know and william defoe is just like a legend so i can't wait to just see him go at it and also i, I read um about this film how like um eggers really pushed like pushed him to their limits mm. to the point where robert pattison wanted to punch him in the face <laughs> like and wow. then and then robert right. robert and william defoe they said that they're both like during the shoot it was so extraneous on them that they didn't even talk like apart from shooting because of during the shoots, like they're just like exhausted afterwards. They're like, I need to go do my own thing. Well, sure. Yeah, so Damn. it looks like it sounds like a very grueling film, and mm-hmm. I cannot wait. So I'm guessing it'll probably be released maybe late 2019. I'm hoping. Okay. Still no, still no details on that. That's it's just a guess. Reasonable, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it'll be shoot. It takes like maybe two to two to three months to to film and then dole post, it out. Post production. Yeah. Well, hurry up. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, and here's we a. We want it. Uh, another story Actually, on the yeah. on the lost lost film. Yes. Um. So if you're a fan of George A. Romero, you might be aware that yes. between Seize of the Witch and The Crazies, he shot a 60 minute film titled Amusement Park, made in 1973, but it's been largely unseen into this day. Oh. Uh, it was pretty Ooh. much a PSA on age discrimination, and it was apparently shot for TV, but never was released. And it's been making kind of waves on Twitter because they was found in in a way. Um, <clears throat> so it was Daniel Kraus. Uh, I hope. He wrote, yeah, he, he wrote, wrote um, The Shape of Water, Troll Hunters, and The Living Dead. Announced on Twitter that he was watching the virtually unseen Romero movie, and he's been looking for it for the past 20 years, which, Damn. how much, like, of a, I found it, euphoric would that be to find yeah. it? Um, so he has this, you should go to his tweet to read the full thing, but... Um, there's also. Felt, uh, f- hmm? I was just about to say uh, on this tweet. There's also screenshots of the film itself. Yes, yeah, yeah so you which can look see interesting. That. So he called the film a revelation, quote unquote, as well as Rom- quote Romero's most overtly horrifying film. Ooh, so um, right, you're like, hype, oh, hype. tell me. So he also went on to say, quote, the people who funded it wouldn't allow it, and no wonder it's hellish. In Romero's long <laughs> career of criticizing American institutions, never was he so merciless. And he continued saying, where you can see the Savage Masterwork, you can't. But I'm dedicating myself to changing <laughs> that. Can yeah. you help? Yes, probably. So give me some time to figure out what's what. So how we could probably help is um, uh, his late wife, uh, Romero's wife, Susan uh, Romero had teased earlier this year that a film Romero shot in 73 was going to be restored and released for all to see. So now we know that's amusement park. Mm-hmm. Uh, she mentioned last month we're going to restore it and uh, we're going to show it to Romero's cinephiles. A scary movie, but it's not a horror movie, and it's about ageism, which I think is also a very interesting mm. topic. Okay. So he has a cameo in it, and hey. um, you can go look uh, at the. Um, the foundations, she said the foundation's going to try to get the restoration. So there is a way to um, help assist in the restoration, too. Like, mm. donate to their yeah, foundation, Yeah, like a GoFundMe, maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's exciting if you're a Romero fan. And that's I like crazy. the idea of, like, hidden footage by the filmmakers you love coming back. And I was like, ah! Yeah, that rose cool. from the dead. Um, How but, long PCA, a PSA on, like, ageism? Yeah. And so the idea it's is it's like... amusement park? Yeah, it's an older gentleman going to an amusement park and, like, stuff happens. He's like, you can't you. ride this ride. You're too Maybe. old. Maybe. <laughs> Which I think it's interesting because, like, aged is not as often a topic for films. It's just kind of dismissed the way older people are. So, i actually be curious. Uh, I got a sneak peek at the film. There's a scene where an old man goes up to an amusement park uh, to to one of the rides and he goes, can I ride this ride? And then the guy's all like, you got 
car insurance. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a terrible joke. Oh, anyway, I was like, what? You guys remember those wow. commercials? No. Uh, oh, no? Oh, never mind. Not that one. Really? You got no. car insurance? And then the guy's like, no. And then she was all like, I can't take that right. <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh, jeez. I aged myself. I, I, can, I can appreciate that. It was, it was kind of a chuckle. Okay. No, but, that, what's... but anyways, it's interesting about the movie. Yeah. Look out for the, uh, there we go, the amusement park. And I bet if you find and go check out Daniel Krauss on that's K R A U S on Twitter to go see that thread about the film. Yeah, and also the Living Dead is actually the the book that George Romero was writing at, while he passed, but then mm-hmm. he passed away, and yeah. then that's why Daniel Krauss is a accredited writer on that because he's finishing what he was. Yeah, the, that's the, cool. The story he was writing, which is interesting, and also Troll Hunters I love on Netflix. Oh, I love Troll Hunters. That's so good. Have you finished it? It's. Oh, no, not Troll Hunter. Troll Hunters, which is the animated children's oh, I, show I, I have by not DreamWorks. seen all of it, but I do love that as well. It's so I was thinking good. the Troll Hunter. No, right. wait, is it both or no? Is, this is a different thing. <laughs> the Troll Hunters is a, is a show <laughs> that we're referring to right oh, now. Oh, that one's singular for the other one. But Troll yes, Hunter, I like yeah. both. Both. But no, I have not finished the series. All spectrums of Troll Hunters. We yes, like. we like all. <laughs> Sorry trolls about that, are, everybody. <laughs> no offense to the trolls, but we like things hunting them, apparently. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> yes, thank you, Francine. Anyway, all Ollie, right. you have oh, some news. I do. Yes. Something also that kind of has to deal with hunting. Have you guys ever heard of a game called Five Nights at Freddy's? Listen, I've heard of this game. <laughs> I, I know not, about actually. it. I, well, I heard, I've heard of this game. Uh-huh. I know nothing about it. Uh-huh. I've seen the dolls and everything, and I just don't get it. I'm sure it's like a very child... It's so popular with kids. With kids, yes. right? Yeah. It has such a horrific background and like kids die. Like basically, you play this game. This this is a quick little synopsis. You are like a security guard. You're trying to um, stay alive for uh, five nights at Freddy's, which is kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese in this world. <laughs> and the animatronics come to life and try to kill you throughout the night. Oh, That's cool. basically all you really That's need to know. scary and awesome. Exactly. And it's terrifying. It's mostly known for its jump scares. It's not actually like scary it's mostly you're gonna get you know so you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get startled ex- absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's gonna be given a film adaptation which i'm really excited about and uh, director christopher columbus yep that's his name <laughs> revealed that the script has been tossed out for the five nights at freddy film adaptation so i'm like oh man here comes the, the delay. Yep. Mm. According to Polygon, game creator Scott Cawthon 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 Talk the future of all things Five Nights and Freddy's on stream earlier. Um, and he announced that it's been delayed for the time being. And it's been in production for a really long time. Sounds like it's been in production yeah, yeah, since like the, I guess maybe the first couple games came out. Huh. Um, so he quoted, I had a script written. Jason Blum liked it, and Christopher Columbus liked it too, but I tossed it. I had a different idea for it, one that I liked better. I take responsibility for this delay. It's my fault. I'm determined to find the right story. And he went on to say, I'm sticking to what I've always said. Either the right movie gets made or no movie gets made. I like it. I totally respect that. I do too. I hate delaying a project that's already seen so many delays, but I have to go with my instincts on what I think will be exciting and interesting and what I think the fan base will really want to see because this is a very extremely, like, popular fan base. It's yeah. like kind of underground a It can like bit. make or break it kind of mm-hmm. thing. It can you be very polarizing. You don't even have to know what it is but you, you like you mentioned I've you heard, see I've those damn dolls. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Kids love this. They played on their iPads. Yep. Um, but if that means that I have to start over ten more times, then that's what I'm going to do. The good thing is that each attempt gets better and better, in my opinion. So despite the delays, it's going in the right direction. Cool. Side notes is that he's focusing on the story told during the first three games. Wow, three games. Yeah, <laughs> and it's I can kind of how much storyline can be in this de- and it's in these like, games? The games are kind of quick. They're not that long, so I can understand why he wants to kind of put them into one and kind of bundle it, so mm-hmm. I'm not too scared about that, but right. I'm really excited. I hope this is actually, like, a it's, like, a very terrifying concept, like, so I really hope the way they pull off these animatronics and how they go about it, I really hope they do it justice. And I, yeah, and I personally haven't seen a movie where, like, animatronics come mm-hmm. to life at, like, a kid's, like, play thing Chuck E. Cheese style you know yeah. so I don't know if like yeah I don't know if anyone yeah. else is, is there anything out there that's similar to this I'm sure there Please is I just can't think of it down below if you know yes the closest yeah, it's one of those you're racking your brain you go I have I'm only thinking of like Chopping Mall where like the the, the animated like robot like securities like turn yeah. on the people and stuff <laughs> that was really bad you were saying you thought something Ollie Oh, 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 I don't did you know. Think there was one? Well, like it's kind of like you go to Chuck E. Cheese or some kind of yeah. similar place, and you're always kind of creeped out by like those animatronics. Oh, yeah, I know. They're creepy, and like I'm glad that they we kind of have those like eyes. <laughs> those, those eyes, those soulless eyes. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this movie. It's gonna be a while. I'm. Are you an avid fan of the private? Not Five really, okay. honestly. You but I want to see movie. it live action okay. and how they're gonna go about it. I kind of want to play these games now, like I to see too. what to see what's what's all, what's, what's all the hubbub. <laughs> they just love, seem you know? very stressful. But oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that happens, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and I I really love how he's like he's like I hate delaying the project. You know, it's like he takes responsibility for delaying the project. That was really cool, mm-hmm. and also. Yes. Um, how he says I have to go with my instincts, and I respect that because I feel like instincts is very important, especially if you're like a person who's able to listen to your instincts when they come about, and to actually act on your instincts is something very like I don't know, something very mature that you know yourself and you know the confidence that you have within yourself to really act on them. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's very respectable in my yeah. opinion. Totally. Well, it could be worse because then they make it and they go against those instincts and then it's not as good as it could have been. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the whole time you're sitting there going, oh, I should have listened and I could have done this. And, then just and it's all the shoulda, woulda, coulda. Full of regrets. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he sounds like a really smart fellow. I like that he's listening to his insti- instincts. Nice. He's a game creator. He knows the game better than anyone else. He wants it to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hopefully he can get as close to perfection as he can. Yes, totally. Right on. And is that it for that story? It is, sadly. But there's more games coming, too. So cool. waiting for the movie, you can play those new games that are coming out soon. So. Yes. yes. I know. Horror video games are all... I'm all about it. Oh, I have, like, a back catalog full of them. Like, I just have a bunch, and I haven't played any of them yet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Games oh, okay. take time. I haven't played oh, no. games in a while, too. I'm I like, know. I've been busy. But then I'll sit and, like, binge watch five hours of a show and go, oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, that's but, when it's worth it, though. Yes. <laughs> like uh, The Haunting of a Horror. What, what yeah, Haunting of Hill House. There it is. No, it's amazing. Yes. I haven't seen it yet, but anyways. Yes. Um, uh, this is not really news. This is more like a, how did you say, an editorial? Editorial, <laughs> editorial piece. I just kind of want to... It's essentially wanna... a polite and fancy way to say it's an opinion piece. Yes, cool. All right. It, <laughs> I'm going to take something from Family Guy. <laughs> you know what grinds my, ge- my gears, America? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, what's happening? Huh? You're oh, getting your God. soapbox horror yes. music. So, pretty much, uh, Vogue uh, released this article saying that 2018 has not been a, a good a good year. <sighs> not a great year or a fantastic year. It has not been a good year for horror films. Mm. 
And a lot of us horror horror fans beg to freaking differ. <laughs> I saw that headline on Twitter and I go, excuse me? I rolled my eyes what? so hard. Yes. <laughs> so, pretty much, um, so there's this writer, writer for Vogue. And Vogue, mind you, is uh, the leading, the industry leading voice of horror news. I didn't know this, mm-hmm. of horror movies. No, yeah, I, totally I, I had no idea they had uh, opinions on horror films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get all my news from Vogue, by the way, <laughs> yeah. for this show. By the way, that's all a lie. I'm just joking. Yeah. You're all um, that sarcasm if you can't tell. Yes, yeah, very it's sarcastic. So, yeah, this writer named Taylor Antrim, because I want to say his name. <laughs> uh, Call them out. Yes, exactly. So his name is Taylor Antrim. He, said, he wrote this article, and then he says pretty much that 2018 has not been a good year for horror. Uh, he released the article on November 8th, and I've read it, and it's just a bad article. <laughs> it's really bad. It, uh, you'd, you'd be screaming your head off if you're horror fans like I am, and you're just like... I skimmed it. I couldn't even read it. I was like, what? Yeah. What? Nope. Don't care. Uh, so I went almost paragraph by paragraph, excluding all the TV stuff that he said. But Thank you for saving it for us. For you like, guys, if you, you guys know, want to handle yeah. the TV stuff. but <laughs> No, no. Saving uh, Reddit so we don't have to. Oh, no, no. You're right. Yes. right. Of course. That's what I'm here for. You suffered for us. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. I almost had an aneurysm or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it came out on November eighth, and I went paragraph by paragraph and like started thinking, like picking apart like what he said. Yeah. So uh, he starts off in the first paragraph, listing uh, 2017's uh, greatest hits, such as like Raw and It Comes at Night, Get Out, Split, It, etc., and all these cool like mega bl- blockbusters that made a lot of uh, mo- uh, money, and also that they were just great horror films. And then, so to me, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, it gave me some credibility to yeah. the guy. You know, I was like, all right, he knows, he, he, he's, he's, he's speaking my language Not so totally far. Not totally off the rocker. Exactly. Okay. And then the second paragraph hit me like a slap in the face, y'all. Uh-oh. Like, and I was like, okay. So, so he, 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 I quote this. He goes, okay, there was Hereditary in June. There was A Quiet Place, which was a fun 90, minute, 90 minutes at the multiplex, but really more of a PG thriller than a horror flick. Let that sink in for a bit. First off, yes, thank you, Frank and Steve. Oh, he's he's frustrated. You don't you don't even want to know what he just said. iTunes listeners were glaring. We're just like I am. I am kind of offended. It's only gonna get worse. Yeah, we're like, oh, keep going, please. So let me just break that down, though. Fun at the multiplex, but more of a PG thirteen thriller. Hmm. I don't know. It's been long debated whether or not thrillers make horrors. I, I personally, in my opinion, I think thriller is a subset of horror, yeah. mainly because thriller is more acceptable at the Oscars than yes. horror mm-hmm. is acceptable at the Oscars or any award sure. ceremony. Pompous well, jerks. Well, a serial killer movie could be a thriller or a horror movie, so it's just the most thrillers don't involve anything supernatural cool. or um, extreme. Right. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yes, we'll let that one Steve. lie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, that's just my personal opinion. Yeah. I just think it's ridiculous. And the second paragraph. Okay, so that and then um, so yeah, and then the third paragraph also starts off with uh, I, I think even worse saying uh, I quote we didn't even get a decent shark movie this year unquote. <laughs> it's laughable. It's like you said. Like the Meg is extreme, but it was fun. It was, that was an great. awesome movie. And I would, like to this, I would say like the fact that we got a mega blockbuster like the Meg in theaters is a testimony to the state of how great and su- yes, successful horror films is right now at our time. And it made tons of money. And it made tons of money. People went and saw that movie. It was. A, you said it was a fun movie. It was I super seen it fun. Yeah. It's 
extremely over the top, but it's one of those movies go, did you watch the trailer? It's exactly what you got from the trailer. Of like, it's giant it's shark. It's campy fun. Why yeah. do you, I don't know how anybody would think it's anything different. Oh, those Which is exactly what shark movies are. Yes! They're kind of over the top. Yes, that's I mean, the they point. Are. <laughs> that's why you go see them. Yeah, one of the, the most extreme examples is Sharknado, the Sharknado yes! series. And they've made like seven of them. <laughs> All very wow. successful. Yes. <laughs> and then he goes on to say that Hollywood, <laughs> Halloween, the most recent uh, release of Halloween, wasn't scary, which was a problem and refers to revenge to uh, refers, uh, prefers revenge to Halloween in the context of female empowerment. But to this, I said, hey, buddy, Revenge was released this year. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about Revenge. Yes, Revenge was released this year. Oh, my and God. And he doesn't even, like, pay, like, say that in the article. He doesn't say, by the way, Revenge, which was released earlier this year, yeah, was a much is- better, yeah. like, oh. a, a female empowerment. Like, that's, research, how you would, buddy. that's how you would write that, right? Yeah. And then I'm literally he, writing goddamn yeah. idiot. <laughs> and also, I, he's definitely focusing on, like... Uh, mostly mainstream horror films. He's not even like giving Many notice indies. to like the underrated ones such yes. as Revenge. Yeah. So he's not doesn't seem that all. Yeah, you made some good points from last year, but at the same time, like yeah, yeah. you need and, to do some more digging. And then this is where it gets personal for me. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, well, oh, real no. quick, chat does agree the Meg was fun. So thank you, chat. Yeah, and uh, go go read this article, chat, because yes, it's, it's please ridiculous. Please tweet at us your it's thoughts on this one. He, and in, in the next paragraph, he, he comments <laughs> on Suspiria saying, it's not much of a horror film, saying it was Ooh. made into a self-serious art film set in Berlin, which is so stylized and airless that it's impossible to feel much of anything watching it beyond confusion. First off, it's such <laughs> a horror film, okay? Second of all, a heart, art house film can be a horror film, yes. a la freaking the original Suspiria film, which was yeah. like uh, touted by like critics all around that it's like a brilliant art house horror film like it's a it's a horror film but it's also a brilliantly made like beautiful looking film and it's just like and uh, and then also like beyond its confusion just shows me that he didn't get the ending granted i didn't get the ending either but still mandy came <laughs> out this year too right and that, yeah and that's, that was that's also very like bizarre and art that's house horror. experimental yeah. yes wait wait, wait okay. Did Mother come out last year? Or was, did, was that it? was 2016, I think. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. Was I it think. that late? Oh, my I, gosh. I, right? Or was it? I, no, it might, it have, might last have been last year. year. Oh, okay. Yo, Carrie. I'll go look. Yo, Carrie. <laughs> check it um, out. Check but it yeah, out. yeah, Mandy, definitely. That one's old. Yeah. I mean, I'm not old, but um, Mandy <laughs> this, was like weird. I just saw that yesterday. It's, it's a beautiful, and it's a beautifully trip, shot film. But yeah. it's, a, it's not a regular horror movie. So. Yeah, it's experimental. Just like his first film yeah. felt very experimental. Uh, Mother was last year. Last year. Okay, cool. So you weren't totally off. And lastly, here's a kicker that, that really got to me a bit. Uh, he goes... Quote, horror needs an element of fun and dark delight, in parentheses, hereditary, which I liked, missed this quality too, in parentheses, still quoting, and I defy you to take any delight in Suspiria. Hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think Deep horror sigh. needs a dark delight. Like, you can have a horror movie in... Be just totally effed up by it, you know. <laughs> All uh, hereditary, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, like, I didn't like it, but I could still recognize it's an amazing film. Yes, and it's a great step in like multiple people seeing a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But I would never trash it like oh, this is a bad horror movie. I didn't like it, but that doesn't make it like a bad year for horror. Boy, Ex- right? Exactly. It and- sounds like <clears throat> he. Uh, just has like requirements for horror, and I don't think yes. you necessarily need requirements for horror because horror is yeah. a, is a special genre where there, there's so many different components to it that are so unique yeah. to each and every film, mm-hmm. TV series, whatever, yeah. book, 
you know, because everyone has a different interpretation of what scares them or what yeah. is horrifying to them. Exactly. So, like, I, if you're scared of spiders, arachnophobia could yeah. be, like... You know, that's a crazy movie for you. Yeah, so when I read that part, I instantly, like, wrote down my thoughts, and I was like, where the F does it say horror needs an element of fun? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, Taylor Antrim, I don't know that you wrote the book on horror, and that, by all means, please enlighten us with your fruitful wisdom of this genre that you have, you're such an expert at. (laughs) Thank you, Steve. Yes, he's, he's literally, he's, like, embodying my frustration right now. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, so luckily Brad Miska uh, from Bloody Disgusting, they write an article on this as well because, Good. I mean, all of our, yeah, all of the horror fans are just, people on Twitter they're are up, like... in they're <laughs> up in arms. They're up in, we are all yes. up in arms and everything. And he's also one of my favorite writers on this site, mainly because I read most of his articles and it's just, he's a brilliant writer. <laughs> he just, he just nice. nails it every time. But he, 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 he quotes, uh, I quote this and I think it was a really nice message towards the end of that article. Mm. He goes, this feels like yet another mainstream hit piece, one that perhaps it's, Perhaps it's best to give no attention to at all, but it's hard not to. After all, this is exactly the kind of bullshit we horror fans constantly have to deal with. You see, when horror is having a down year, they'll write, quote, horror is dead when it's not. No, horror is dead, period. When it's not like it has been for the past few... Oh, thank you so much. When it's hot like it has been in the past few years, they quantify and remove remove films to fit their narrative. We're low class to them. There's no way a horror film could be so good that deserves awards, right? Mm. Question mark? Mm. And then he goes on to wrap it up by saying, I don't understand how one of the biggest magazines on the planet can allow someone to write a horror hit piece having just seen a small handful of horror films question mark and that's what i'm saying and i'm saying let's not pretend we are in the middle of one of horror's greatest renaissance today in this in these past years so vogue magazine i tell you vogue magazine look at me i'm telling you this right here hashtag stay in your lane please that is also besides this is a really good hashtag of like what that really I've, is I've trending. heard about it yeah that's oh my gosh was that is some hot stuff right there on twitter hashtag stay in your lane go read about it and also taylor Antrim, please just stop watching horror movies yes <laughs> or writing about them please and also there was a there what, what made this a, a bit even like sweeter was when fangoria did clap back to the tweet because this was sent out in a tweet um yeah. vogue, oh. t- vogue tweeted it out saying uh, ho- uh 2018 has not been a great a good year for horror yeah and then uh, ho- uh, fangoria clapped back to that saying 2018 has not been good for fashion oh my god I leading to it. the whole point that art is all subjective yes. and anything goes everyone has an opinion yeah and but also it's a very it's believe it or not this article is a win for the fact that vogue a fashion that article is, is writing about horror mm-hmm. we're in a time where horror cannot be ignored to the point that mm. Vogue magazine is writing about horror. Granted, it's a shitty article, but they're writing about horror, <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. which and is a win. I know you didn't cover it, but they, in my skimming of it, they dissed Haunting of Hill House. And yeah, I was I like, that. Oh, yeah. we're done. We're done. <laughs> I watched that show. If you have not watched it, go watch it on Netflix. It's amazing. Yes. And yeah, I need to watch that. I do really um, need to watch but that. But yeah, that's just so... Ugh. I know, it's frustrating. But that's like, uh, we're seeing uh, JLS in the comics in the chat says, you have to be educated on a subject to write a good op-ed piece. Yeah, it's it feels like, did you do your research? And like how you were saying, Ollie, there's so many indie films that's like, um, excuse me, about those? What about those? Yeah, and it's also like so opinionated. <clears throat> it's such an opinionated piece as well. Like, it's just, it, it just kind of feels like his thoughts on like, yeah, I, I didn't feel like this year was really good. And this is why. And then like, 
like it's kind of like off the top of his head and yeah. what he remembers from like the year that it doesn't it doesn't feel like it's backed up from anything really anything substantial at least for me personally mm-hmm. you yeah know? very much an opinion piece not really a analytical piece yeah so i don't know why they l- allowed that to happen but anyways and it's like it sounds like they completely ignored box office numbers because oh, i would include that be like bank. excuse me they made a ton of bank. money yeah exactly. i would say that means they're doing good they're doing great yeah um yeah and so right (laughs) on to a better topic (laughs) on to a lighter a topic i love our fans hello fans and welcome yes (laughs) just kidding you're already here but yeah i just want to say thank you all for joining us on this show and uh 50 50 episodes has been quite the delight there's Mm -hmm. been ups there's been downs there's been all arounds um and it's been it's been fun i really enjoy uh, making doing this show i enjoy making doing this show with you guys as well my lovely co-host um, I just want to say, um, please show, our, show your support for for our show uh, to keep us going. Uh, give us those thumbs up on YouTube. Give us those likes on YouTube. Give us those comments. Um, also, if you are a podcatcher out there, please rate and subscribe on iTunes and tell us what you like about the show. What you th- what we what are some segments you want to hear about or things you want to um, you, you want more of? You know. Also, hit us up on our social media at Horror News PT and any suggestions or to show us your love for us or and and just like show us that you're out there. And that you're listening and everything, you know? Nice. I um, yeah. just want to say that to our fans out there. And uh, quickly, I just want to go through the... Re- oh, did you need to have some Oh, I was going to say, shout out to oh, the yeah, people shout, in the chat. Out, we got Sky Patterson, Rugged English, hey. JLS Comics, Patrick, hey. Olinger. The uh, usual suspects. Uh, Wellington. You guys are so dedicated. Thank you so much. I was like, is there... I know some of you are watching and staying quiet. Oh, Edgar Alves. And yes, thank you so much. And if Patrick I didn't say your name, Olinger. you haven't said anything, so... Patrick Olinger, huh? That's cool. There's 11 thank people you. in there, so... Yes, thank you He's for new. joining yeah. us, and thank you for saying stuff. And we love you, even if you didn't watch this live. Comment down below on your thoughts and what we talked about. Hey, Sky Patterson says, great job on the show, Anthony B. Yay. Hashtag Big Mac Babe. Oh, my. <laughs> hey, hello. Well, I know you're saying hello. releases of this week, but I wanted oh, yeah. to say real quick, I, just because I just watched it last night, um, there is a movie on Netflix. It's a new original film. It's called, uh, I, if I pronounce it right, Aramintari, The Blacksmith and the Devil. Ooh, it is a um, based on Basque folklore. So you might have seen that added. I do recommend it. It's pretty cool. It's it's kind of quirky in a cool way. I do recommend the original language because it just I feel like you feel like you're there more mm-hmm. and uh interesting demons and devils and things okay hmm. cool right on I, I that was on my list as well i've been meaning to check that it's out it's not really i wouldn't say it's scary but it has some cool concepts concepts okay yep right on uh real quick releases for the week there is no uh releases coming to theaters this week but there are some coming to vod uh there's two in particular that i want to bring your attention to one's called the clove clove hitch killer on video on demand uh just look that up the clove hitch killer uh the trailer looks was great i really like the trailer it's like a this kid he slowly starts to suspect that his dad is actually an infamous killer from his town and he, he slowly starts to unravel, like, what his dad is actually up to. Like, his dad has a shed that keeps locked. He always keeps locked and stuff. So it's very, it's a very cool premise. And then another film called The Farm that's also on VOD. Um, it That one just looks batshit insane. Like, I don't even know what's going on in that movie. Nice. Think of, like, um, think of if uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre um, ran a mm. human farm. 
As in, they, they like they would they would kidnap people, yeah. bring them to a farm, and, and they and the people are like the farm animals, uh, and they like mm. eat them little by little, and yeah, and like they feed them gruel or whatever. Is this a PSA for being a vegetarian? I'm guessing so, yeah. And then all the people, also all the like the people in in the yeah. farm, um, they wear like uh animal masks, which I thought was really cool, oh. Re- really ironic, you know. Uh. I, I got a sense of like Animal Farm for some reason. I don't know yeah. why, but like maybe it's like that reversal yeah. <laughs> that they're trying to go yeah. for. Sure, definitely like. Like a, a saying of like, "Hey, don't eat meat." I'm pretty sure. I wonder. Yeah. Or just well, treat, California, treat, we did just pass our bill yeah. for better uh, treatment of animals. Treat your livestock better. Cali, mm-hmm. doing what's yes. right. Like, oh, yeah. Get me started. All right, now let's get into our uh, our main uh, main. Yes, The Abyss. Pretty much uh, what films we've been watching and what we'd like to recommend. Amy already did an honorable, honorable mention. My God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Carrie. Carrie, huh. Carrie already did an honorable med- mention with uh, Extremely. Aramintari. Thank you for that. <laughs> the Blacksmith and the Devil. Yes, but we are getting down into the dirtiness of Overlord. Let's yes. roll that trailer if we can oh. and we'll talk over it because we have to. Um, yes. So, the, the quick, quick overview of Overlord. So, it is directed by Julius Avery, and he only has one uh, main feature called Son of a Gun back in 2014. But this is his main first, like, mainstream debut, like, for uh, for film. Cause, like, Which is pretty awesome. Go him. Yeah, and it, it was a good film. <laughs> uh, synopsis. A small group squad of American soldiers find horror behind enemy lines on the eve of D-Day. They're actually paratroopers that have to go and take out this uh, tower in order to help back up the invasion of uh, Omaha Beach, I believe. The uh, air support. Yes, exactly. So without taking out that tower, it's going to be very hard for the American troops to provide air support mm-hmm. to the troops on the beach. So their mission is very important and very vital to this uh, to this uh, invasion plan. Um, so it stars Jovan Adepo, who plays like, this voice, who is a main character that you see in the in the trailer. We also have Wyatt Russell, who plays Ford, which was one of my favorite characters in the in the, in the film as well. Uh, Matilda Olivier, who is Chloe, and she is a badass Absolutely. chick. My God, mm-hmm. I love her. Also, Pilo Azbek, who plays Waf- Wafner, who is the main bad guy, really. Mm-hmm. He's also in Game of Thrones. Um, he's oh. one of the, the, the greys. He's like the uncle that comes back. Of Theon Grey. He, he's like the uncle that's like oh. such a douche. Oh. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember wow. that when I watched it, but yeah. Yeah, he plays the ger- the main German guy. Like huh. the bad, the yeah, bad. Yeah. He looks different without any like hair, uh, facial hair. It makes a big difference. Yes. Um, so a little bit uh, on the box office performance. It actually came in third between... Um, uh, between second to Bohemian Rhapsody and fourth, The Nutcracker and the Form, <laughs> form Realms, the the film made twenty million. I mean, my bad, ten million in its opening weekend. And I love that there's like back in black. I love that whole like, are they gonna use this <laughs> this music in the in the in the? Yeah, we talked about film. like, is this aesthetic from the trailer gonna be in the film? Yeah, the the trailer makes it up to be a lot crazier than it actually is, in yes. my opinion. Yeah, um, but overall, I think it was a great film. So I want to start off. with... Okay, wait. Real quick, not a spoiler, but so you don't build expectation, that scene does not play out as it does in the movie, and I was disappointed. It doesn't pay off as much as you'd want, yeah. Yes, because the creepy voice, I was like, it's cool what it is, but I wanted more. Exactly, and we'll talk about it. But anyway. Yes, let's do some uh, overall thoughts of what you thought, overall thoughts on the film. Uh, Overall, I did enjoy it. I do think the trailer makes it cooler than it actually is. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I think it's more of a war movie. 
yeah. with some horror. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And so if it's still really good, but I felt they could have done they could have done more horror for my taste. Mm-hmm. That would have made it even better. I went into the movie not even seeing the trailer, so honestly, oh, good for you. Good for you. Watched the trailer. Um, I still, I kind of also I kept running through my mind throughout the film watching it. How there was that rumored that it was also in the Cloverfield universe, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was obviously a rumor that was just uh, taken away. Like that's, yeah, yeah. that's not that was that's false, not the, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a standalone film. Um, but I completely agree with you that it's kind of. I think I wanted more. Like something mm-hmm. else, something was missing. It wasn't a bad film. Like I totally yeah. recommend it. Go see it. Oh, yeah, Solid totally. film. Um, but I wanted something that was less about war. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yes. I, okay, so I think we all feel the same way about that aspect of the film. Yeah. So over, so I think our overall consensus is it's a great film. Yeah. Um, but we wanted a little bit more of something. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was, and I think because because the whole uh, like the the whole um, going into the, the the base and seeing all the scientific experiments that we, I guess I felt like That's I didn't really pay it off too much. Like, yeah. we saw some of them, but I wanted more of the experiments running around, yeah. more of, like, the, just, like, the batshit, like, deformities that, yeah. that they were creating, you know? We saw some of it, but we wanted, I wanted to know more about it. Yeah. I want to know how the serum works. I want to know why they're developing this. I want to know what fields, to, like, tests have they gone through it. By the way, this is going to be, like, complete spoiler. Yeah, just, oh, sorry. my God. I'm so sorry, everybody. Well, we're not, this isn't too spoilery yet. Yet. Yeah. But. Um, well, the, th- the problem with that is we're following the characters that are in there and how little they know. And so right. we're there in their position, and that's the only way that I'm kind of like, well, okay. they don't know, so then we don't know. But, yes, we're like, can we know more? Yes. Tell us more about this. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's the main... I, I would say that's the main... That literally in my con list, like, that's, like, the main problem I said. Yeah. Was just, like, I wanted to see more of this crazy, like, these crazy yeah. experiments. Yeah, creatures or yeah. whatever you want to call them. We only them. see them in a little bit. In little bits, yeah. And, and yeah. we only see, like, very limited ones, too. And the voice, yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, it doesn't hinder it enough to where it's, like... It's it's a bad film, you know. Yeah. No. If yeah. anything, it makes me wanting more. Like yeah. I want more of this. Like yeah. if there can yes. be a part two, I want it to happen. Well, I think what's weirder too, and like makes us want more, is the Nazis really did do crazy ass experiments on people. Yeah. So it's like that yeah. isn't false. It's not so far it's like, from the truth. From or, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not far. Like it never goes too far from reality. Yeah. Even though you see some crazy things like yeah. reanimation, <laughs> like literally from mm-hmm. like taken out of the of the movie of like reanimator like yeah. literally the syringe and everything and they come yeah. back to life but then they get all the grotesque and everything like that is rad that's such a cool concept mm-hmm. and I want I just want to see more of that yeah but, I, did, I liked how it was kind of like that grindhouse feel yes. yes and I have to say like even though it didn't have like it was very horrifying even in the beginning with like the whole plane going down like I thought oh that my god. was scary and yeah. I, that usually doesn't terrify me but I'm like oh my god this is really creepy that's crazy oh like, the parachute even yeah. and like oh. the water I'm like oh, oh yeah I want to talk about our highlights pretty much yeah. and then when the first highlight i have is the opening paratrooper scene which just goes batshit crazy like yeah. oh my god i loved it i love how like it's all quiet it's all calm and then he wakes up with the bumpingness of it all and then mm-hmm. that's when he's like he's in the shit pretty much yeah and then that's when like everything starts happening and it all happens so fast and so it's all so dynamic too like 
like the like the plane burning up and the people like going into the fire and he's like trying to not go into the fire mm. and then, oh it's just so well, good because that was real too and that's like mm-hmm. and like imagine if you were that person on the plane and like you jumping to the yeah. ground you probably die and also like when as a, um okay fine we're doing spoilers we are doing spo- yeah. I mean we kind of said yes but yes overemphasizing we're saying spoilers oh yeah definitely spoilers <laughs> um also like the whole um. When, during that peaceness, like, I was, in my head, I was like, man, like, these guys are about to go to war. Like, yeah. what can be going through their heads? Like, they don't even know. Like, because I've seen movies, so I know how bad being in an airplane can get because of all the movies I've seen. But think yeah. about these guys. Like, they've never seen a, a war movie before. They've never, like, had to go through this terrain. Like, even uh, the main character, Boyce, three months earlier, he was just, yeah. like, cutting his lawn. Now yeah. he's thrust into this war that's, like, he has to fight for his country. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, dang. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, that whole aspect was great. Um, the st- I think the story was great. The acting was superb. Um, mm-hmm. the way everything looked was so immersive. Like I, yeah, I, you I never, like you're there. yeah, I never like once th- thought like, oh, this is a movie. Like, no, like I was always so invested in the film. Even the little villain. The acting was really well from mm-hmm. everyone. Like, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think there was like a actor in there that like was like slacking. I thought everyone did their job. Like everyone yeah. had really good chemistry as well. Yeah. And that little kid. I know. The little <laughs> kid was great. <laughs> Um, and it, there is some dark humor in this film too yeah. like the whole like the guy was like yeah I've been, I want to write a book once I get back <laughs> it's like hey maybe you can uh, you can use your yes. pictures together and he just steps on a landmine and blows up I mean, oh that's my real god too. I bet that happened yeah. all that was, the time that was so vicious but yeah. also funny like to yeah. me like, I was just like that's fucked up but that's also really funny but then they made a joke about it too because that's what you do and like when shit happens you're like well that's the only way we're gonna get through it exactly yeah. yeah like how he says like he was there and then he wasn't yeah and then uh, Ford is like but you are yeah. So get your head straight. We yes. got a mission to do, and it's like, mm-hmm. dang, you, you can't. There's no, yeah. there's no time for sympathy. Um, uh, so yeah, like I said, it was very easy to suspend my disbelief. Uh, I think one of the main highlights was uh, uh, Matilda Olivier, mm-hmm. who played by who played Chloe. Mm-hmm. So freaking cool when she picks up that flamethrower was like, yes, she's done that before. I yeah. know, right? She was like, I was her like, girl, take like, it with you. I want her to take it with her. She was very reminiscent of the the girl in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, you know that that yeah. really strong character from that film, uh, the the, the uh, theater owner. Yeah, she like Shoshana, she, or Sh- Shannon, Shoshana. Or I can't remember. Also, when yeah. they're gonna look for the brother, and she's like, "I'm not waiting." Yeah. Bye. Yeah, go she by takes myself. off. Yeah. Yeah, that was I great. She was gonna die too at one point, like when she went. Dude, like, she got fa- beat up. Faced yes. off against the creature. Oh, it was oh, it was running great. Running from that was good, scary. Yeah. I know, yeah. Oh, that was also, that's true. Honestly, the biggest jump scare I had was the kid. When the kid, like, remember when uh, they she just brought them to the house? Oh, and, oh, and then yeah. he shows that up. Was a, like, I was like, he so shows up pointing a gun, expecting yeah. that. Yeah, that was the scariest. Well, even part the soldier was like, "Dude, stop it, man!" Get yeah, shot. I love their their relationship. Oh, they're so cute. He's like, "Don't have this kid make doing such up, creepy yeah. things or whatever." Yeah, put a bell on this. Kid. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have to put a bell on this. Yeah, they were so funny, good. like great relationships. And then, like, remember when that Germans just like spit on his ball and throw him back? Oh, oh. that's why I'm like, Rude. I, did, I wanted more. Like, I wanted, like, I want some kind of like. I was hope I know we're not going to get like some kind of continuation of the film yeah. because I, something was like missing and maybe mm-hmm. hey Germans had a lot of bases like that maybe yeah maybe there could be one well, that they never discover about that area there was like an anomaly in oh, the oh that's right so that's why they were there 
Maybe it can like you know cut to modern day. They're fracking. <laughs> they're redoing the city. You know, they're 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 digging up. You know, who okay. knows what? Remember like the jackal scene where he saw the the dead animal or something. So I thought yeah. there was going to be like more creatures. More creatures. Yeah. yeah. There's no killer dogs. No. Yeah. Only that one dog that chases them into that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when that happened, to, I was like, "Where's this movie going? Let's go back to what about the things at the house and the stuff? Like, yeah. are we gonna go back there? <laughs> yeah, I was just freaking out internally. And I was the like, ant, we don't see a whole lot. That. Oh, but that was oh, creepy. Yeah. That's but, creepy. No, okay. I want to call him Fitz. Mm. Um, I'm like, because he's from uh, La- Shield? Agents of Shield. Yeah. Well, it's Fitz. His scene. Ugh, ooh, and the bony stuff, like on the oh, shoulders. Oh, that's Fitz. The trip- that's Fitz. Oh, yeah, yes. that was weird. How his, oh, like, his, like his everything yeah. just collapses into itself. Like, and it does, was, that was gross. Uh, yeah, it was so pretty good. Good gore. Like, ugh. yeah, the gore was very reminiscent of like how Tarantino does gore. Like when you yeah. get shot, when someone gets shot in Tarantino films, like blood just splatters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. that's how the gore is in this movie. Yeah, that's how I felt it was. The bad guy with his face. Oh, that that was did look crazy. Okay. But with the one soldier when he had like the pump or whatever in like. When oh, he was, I there'd be more with that me yeah. too and I thought yeah. he was dead and there was more weird shit with him I thought at the end I thought he was like infected or something me and too. total spoilers I thought there was they were gonna do something with him since he was being experimented on right. me too I feel like they kind of like a the delayed ball. experiment kind of yeah. thing yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't like an end credit scene was there I did not stick uh, around neither did I I, I didn't think there was no I, had I go. did because I really thought they were gonna do something with him character because like why, why else would you bring that character back that'd be a cool follow up yeah there's nothing so that was something that was kind of like, well. Surprisingly yeah. enough, we all want more of this film. Yeah, <laughs> we more all this enjoyed concept, it, but yeah. But what that if, shows we liked it because we're not dismissive of yeah. it. You know, we liked it. And we're like, oh, give us more. Maybe the, they, they end up finding like a syringe like years a years later. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much all the time we got for that review. And lastly, I want to give this time to uh, say some announcements, pretty much. So. Uh, we've done 50 episodes. We're, we're we're winding down the year, everybody. So there's not really much horror fa- like movies coming out. At least not mainstream. I can't think of any more. To be honest, I thought Overlord was like the last one. Um, mm-hmm. I might be forgetting some, but yeah. So because of this, it's it's gonna be slow for. Uh, movie films and everything and also we just we we all kind of want a break the holidays. And, I, and the holidays, the holidays is gonna be crazy yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get nice and plump <laughs> <laughs> so uh with this i wanted to announce that uh, next after the next episode episode 52 which will happen next week we are gonna go on a hiatus for the show not completely though here's the thing so pretty much, we're gonna go on hiatus, but we are still gonna do. Uh, if we have any any interview uh, opportunities, we'll do the interviews, but we won't be doing a weekly horror movie news. And the inter- the interviews will mainly be spare, like sp- uh, sprinkled out until we come back, pretty much. Um, and uh, you guys, if you guys are able to join me on interviews, that'd be great. If mm-hmm. not, I'll try to get uh, Evan Mack in here as well to give interviews at, uh, to have him help me with the interviews. But yeah, so. But uh, so that's it. So it's gonna be our hiatus for after next week's episode. But next week's episode, you won't want to miss because we're gonna do a cool uh, year review of the. Top, I want to do the top five horror films that we love that came out this year, mm-hmm. and also I want to do like some of our favorite guests that we had this year because yeah. we did have a good amount. Yeah. Um, being that it was our full year of this show, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we started last October and we've gone past last October. Yeah. Uh, this October, yes. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. And also next uh, next week, uh, I'll be giving away a Suspira poster, pretty Ooh. much. 
So, yes, um, if you can show that picture, uh, there you go. Thank you, Frank and Steve. Um, that, that's, a, nice. that's the poster that I have at home. Um, so I will be giving that away, and I will tell you how to, wi- how to get this poster oh. right now. Uh, real quick, uh, Rugged English has a good question. Will we give notice, and will the episodes be live or pre-taped? So, yes, we'll give notice on our social media, on Instagram and our Twitter. Uh, we also try to be in advance as, like, when we get those interviews going, because we do want to keep you in the loop. I know it's going to be, like, sprinkled, so, like, one week, we might go out, like, two weeks without anything, and in one week we'll have an interview. So we'll see. Uh, we'll definitely keep you all up to date. Thank you so much, Rugged English, for, uh, showing your concern for that. It just shows that you really do care about this show, which really warms my heart uh i like payment in the chat says forget how it is do podcasts from your house (laughs) well here's the thing we're gonna divert our well i want to divert my energy from this show more into the social media aspect to it while we're on hiatus oh yeah well make sure to follow us on social media i was just gonna add that too i'm like we'll still post stuff it's not like we're not gonna say anything online yeah i definitely want to go if i see some horror films and i want to talk about them i'm gonna probably go live on the ig and then on instagram and then i'm gonna make a i'm gonna make a you know the stories folder i'm gonna make a stories folder of like those reviews and stuff Mm-hmm. Sure. And if you guys want to join, we can try yeah. to set something up and just do it on like on our yeah. On, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be, it'll or we be, all do it separately if we can't do it together. There you go. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be Perfect. fun. Don't worry, guys. We got We're you. We're not gone. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> we'll be back. Um, but we will be. Uh, I'll, I'll reiterate this again next next week. We will be coming back the second Tuesday of January, and that's January eighth. And then uh, that that would lead us into uh, uh, Glass, which will be coming out. So right off the bat, we have a yes. great freaking horror film. That's and then and in February we're gonna have Happy Death Day to you. And oh my god! I know it's gonna be a lot. Uh. It's gonna be fun. Um, so we're also gonna do a uh, in the future retro, like pretty much like what's happening with horror in the future for 2019. I'll make mm. I'll, I'll look it all up. It's, it's gonna be a good year. Yes, I already know. Yes. <laughs> so for this giveaway though, for this poster, um, it's only gonna be from this week to next week. So that's that's the that's the deadline. By next week, I'm gonna announce the winner. Um, so pretty much this is what you have to do. So. You have to answer this question. Apart from Suspiria, there are two more movies that make up a a trilogy, and what are they? Pretty much, Dario Argento made uh, Suspiria, and then he he made him with two other films, and it's a trilogy of of uh, it's kind of like the Suspiria trilogy. I I can't remember the actual name of the the trilogy, but it all involves uh, mothers, pretty much, Mm. because it's Mother Suspiria, which is like the mother of size, and then there's others. And uh, each film is based on the three top mothers. So what are those uh, other two films um, that, that make up Dario Argento's trilogy? And another question is, uh, share what you like most about our show. Pretty much any, anything you really like about our show, I want you to share that with us. And tell us those other two film uh, titles. And that's it. Um, whoever does that and gets the titles right will win this poster. And I'll send it out to you. I'll hit you up on any way we can through email, through social media. I'll get your address and I'll send it to you right away. I know Rugged English was one of our winners of the Mandy poster. And he was pretty psyched about that. I'm glad I, I could uh, glad I could appease the fans. Um, so yeah, so just to reiterate, what are those what are those two films that make up the Suspiria trilogy by Dario Argento? And then what do you like most about our show? Cool. And um, we'll announce the winner next week on the show, and then we'll give you the give you the mm-hmm. poster. You gotta, uh, gotta do it. It's you gotta free do it. To it's do. free, and it's like it's a bloody cool s poster. Yes. <laughs> Jealous Comics says, do it for the gram, as in Instagram. And then also says, we need a show about Christmas horror movies. Maybe we'll include that on our social of our favorite horror, getting you in the vibe. Yeah. Because it's too soon to say that. It is. I I know we went, we went like, 
we went up to the Christmas last year we with did. this yeah. show, but we did. I just oh I'm just tired, guys. <laughs> I do want a break, but it's okay. Yeah, we'll hit you up with uh with some posts posts on social Woo. media with all of. Yes. I, I got some ideas for Thanksgiving as well. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. two. No, it's actually Thanksgiving three, <gasps> which is meta because he's looking for the second the second the sequel to Thanksgiving one. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. it's it's a, it's a whole thing. Ah. Anyways, thank you all so much for joining us on today's show. Next week is going to be a wonderful, just a year in review, you know, our, our favorite films, our favorite guests, and uh, what we're looking forward to for 2019. And with that being said, thank you all for joining us. Oliver, go ahead and put yourself over. Hey guys, I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. Check me out on the Anime After Show with Carrie and Anthony. He's hey. in the booth. We're going to be doing Soul, Soul Eater, Eater, one of the best animes ever. Um, and also check me out at... <laughs> Check me out on Married at First Night on After Buzz at uh, 8 p.m. tonight. Yeah. Nice. Check All right. <laughs> uh, yes, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And yes, we'll be talking Soul Eater. Well, I'll tell you about it. I, I, yeah, I'm not sold yet. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> and also, Sunday's box office breakdown where we talk about what movies came out over the weekend. Also, we just started a lore after show. Uh, so that one... Our timing is a little different, so just make sure to follow After Buzz and so you can get that info. And me, because I'll post about it. Cool. Laura's back. I forgot about that. Yeah. All right, everybody. My name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore T-O-N-Y. The letter B. T-O-N-Y underscore. Cut to the Y. All right. And until next week, this has been Horror Movie News. Go watch some movies, everybody. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.